tuning in to the Dig On Doug podcast. And we're going to get live. We're going to get you ready because you're going to be in for an earful, baby. Let's go. Yo, yo, it's Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. It's your number one spot. Dig On Doug. Dig on Doug, dig on Doug, another episode drop. This is Dig on Doug, we speak on things we love, sports, books, and grub. Listen, we know what's up with movies, relationships, dynamites, main event, politics, too, and the airways, latest hits. If I like it, then I name it. If I love it, I'll explain it. It's my podcast to play with or experiment. We explore our differences. Fact is, we ain't nothing without photosynthesis. So get a load of this. Lock in and focus in. Informative discussions with substance you can't afford to miss. Steer you from the shallow pits of hopelessness. Change your mind state from renting to ownership. We on some showmanship. Set goals and go for it. Share what I know so you don't have to go through it. There's alternatives, hope kinds and turns and twists. Yo, it's dig on Doug, fool. You know you heard of this. All right, what's up? What's up, y'all? What is it going on? What's going on with you? Hope you're living. Hope you're feeling good. Hope you're doing all right. I mean, like I see y'all approving of that of that intro. That's that's my boy Ugo Monster. Every time my my, my boy came through with that, I, I just want to get y'all reactions to that. So so go ahead. Man, that's man, that's fire. I, man, that's the first time I'm even hearing that. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's fly. Hey, that's we, dope. When you got talented friends, I mean, they 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 come through just like y'all. Yeah. So I mean, my my yeah. boy, my go check him out. He on YouTube. He on Spotify. He on all that stuff. So okay, okay, okay. Little monster yeah. from from the Bay. Uh, yeah, I, boy, I, thought, so I thought, you gonna, thought you were going to have a little Migos coming through, but it's not. Dude was fire though, man. Beat was real dope too. So well put together production. Yes, yes, yeah, that, that is a talented man. So what's up, y'all? Uh, welcome to the Dig on Doug podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is your second or 31st time or 200th time, welcome back. Uh, you know who it is. This is your boy, Doug, or some of you may not know who this is, but this is your boy, Doug, holding it down in the spot. Uh, two great dope brothers on here tonight that uh we're gonna drop some knowledge and everything and so this episode i was i was wondering about it like what what to name it and everything and so the the, the name for this is going to be are we beefing or are we building so that's going to be the the mindset of like what, what what we're looking at tonight and everything and so what's going to be dope about this is, is we're looking at the, the generation gap and and misinformation and misvalues and everything and like i don't know where we're gonna go and where we're gonna end up but we're gonna have some time we're gonna drop some knowledge and everything so um first of all just want to thank you all again for coming so justin what's up bro like go ahead and introduce yourself what the people know about you yes yes well thank you for bringing me on appreciate uh, the invite uh my name is justin uh, as you just uh, introduced me. Uh, but yeah, this is my first time on the Dig on Doug uh, podcast with uh, my man Doug and Jay Will. Uh, these two gentlemen are pretty much like family now. Uh, met them through another podcast. So definitely appreciate just being on. I'm ready to really uh, to build. I'm ready to build and I have no beef. All right. I mean, you I mean you do you eat beef? I mean, do you eat beef? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I'm not vegan. I ain't with that. 
No disrespect to the vegan vegetarians out there. Like, I mean, it's, it's all good. It's all good. We can tofu. I mean, we can tofu. I mean, we can tofu. Man. <laughs> nah, no, we can't tofu. We're gonna do some beef. With it. <laughs> like, they can tofu. You can tofu if you want. <laughs> man, and uh, Jay Will, you are back again, man. Glad to have you back. Go ahead, and hit that unmute. Hit that unmute. It's, 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 hit that unmute. Yeah, man. Uh, man, thank you, man, for having me back. It's my second time, man. I, like I said, I just uh, the other day I thought really that uh, you and Justin was just gonna get on here and chop it up, and I was like, <laughs> I just wanted to be included. I didn't even know this was gonna be a podcast. So, um, but yeah, man. Uh, Jay Will from, uh, from from beautiful California, but now residing here on the East Coast and uh, the DMV, and um, Met you two brothers, man, uh, on another podcast, just like Justin said. You uh, can say stay tuned. I mean, stay tuned. Okay, it's a sports yeah. podcast. Okay, all right. <laughs> hey. I didn't know if it was, you know, contracts, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. Look, look, hey, this is my show. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Okay. Show. So, support black podcast. I get it. <laughs> right. No, man. Met you brothers on Stay Tuned, man. And we've been rocking for about a year now, but it, it seems like yeah. I've been knowing you guys for 20 years, man. So um yeah, man. Uh this is just uh this, I'm just grateful to be here, man, and glad that uh I can be a part, man. So we you know, let's go ahead and and, and dig on Doug. Hey, so I mean, we did. I appreciate it all. So we're gonna have a good time tonight, folks. Um, yeah, this is nighttime when we're recording this. Depending on when you listen to it, it may not be nighttime. So, um, wanted to talk about just the. There's always this 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 conversation of like, oh, the generate the older generation didn't hand this down to the younger generation. The younger generation doesn't appreciate the the older generation and. There's always like this beef and everything of like what's going on, especially like at the surface level. And so this is a very good, in a sense, conversation about this because we have we have Jay Will who is who is on the, the, the older side. He's on the older side. We got we got we got Justin who, who's on the younger side of the spectrum. He's in his 20s, like late 20s, 28, right? 28. I actually turned 29 uh, this upcoming Sunday. Oh, okay, so almost 29. Like he right on, he right on the the, the, the cusp. I'm of still in there. And then yeah. I'm right there in that middle, sitting up at that 37 kind of thing. So just a real like way to like really look at this whole perspective. And so um, Jay, like I just want to get your idea first, just on on general, like when you hear about the society view of like this this beef between the generations, like the, you want to go. I, what is it? I always forget all them. Uh, I'm gonna look it up here in a minute. Just all them uh, generations and everything. But your generation, um, you can let people know how 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 old you are right now, how young you are, um, and right. just, like, your perspective coming from that. Well, uh, yeah, I'm 49. I'll be 50 uh, September, and okay. um, um, I just, uh, I mean, the way I grew up, you know, we kind of touched on this on uh, Stay Tuned a little bit maybe it was on one of the after shows but you know i grew up uh just uh having to respect i had to respect my peers as well as i had to respect you know other adults all adults not just you know your parents friends or like you know when you know and, and like when my parents would have company you know if i was in my bedroom you know doing something i, I was you know taught to come out and speak to acknowledge um you know uh it was all about just respect and and uh um now um 
it just seems like like I, and I don't know if it's just the whole social media thing um but it, it, there's a lot of uh a lot of these kids now man there it's a lot of entitlement um, there's no respect um and 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 honestly I see a lot of parents um instead of being parents I see a lot of parents being friends with their kids um my, I, my parents were never my friend I, my my dad was you know my, my father was my father my mother was my mother I mean we I could talk to my parents about everything, but like they weren't like my friend. And so I, I, I mean, it just seems like now that there's more parents now that, that they're trying to uh, be friends with their kids instead of, you know, being parents. And, and that may be where there's the disconnect. Um, but like I said, I grew up, you know, uh, if, uh, if another adult, if I was messing up and another adult told me to stop, or had to, you know, reprimand me in any type of way. Um, that was it. My mother, my mother was going to be on my ass. So um, nowadays, if you, you know, when you talk to, if you try to talk to a kid, if, if you saw a kid, you know, spray paint in the side of a building, and you, you know, stepped in and said, "Hey, what are you doing?" You know, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. Nine times out of ten, the, 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 if the parent saw you talking to their kid they're going to be mad at you and you know what I mean? And, 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 and so that's, it's just a, it's a huge uh, drop off uh, where, you know, and, and I don't know if it also comes from, you know, parents having kids at an early age, you know, I know some people that, uh, you know, there's a lot of females that, you know, have kids at like 13 and 14 years old. So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, there's a 14 year, you know, gap and it's almost like, you know, you're, you're raising your little brother, you're raising your, your sister because of the the age gap. It's not, you know, so I, I don't know. I mean, I could go on and on, but I just think that we, there's somehow we got to get back to uh, parenting um, and, and, and instilling values and, and, and just getting back to, to demanding that kids respect their, their, their peers as well as others. So yeah, nah, nah, that's real. And just just to clarify for folks, so in in the room, just w- when we do this, the generations we got Gen X that that that'll be J, um, sixty five to seventy six, and then you got millennial, which I don't uh, attribute to being a millennial, but millennials uh, are Gen Y, which would be seventy seven to ninety five. That would be Justin and myself, Justin being in the later half of that uh, um, generation and everything. Me being eighty four, eighty four maybe. Um, so. that's crazy that's crazy they couldn't split us because there's a distinct difference not go ahead and talk about that difference justin go ahead yeah like okay man i really i really wanted to touch on what jay will said but um, i don't know bring, I, bring it all together but bring it all together like yeah okay okay well well just the first part that that's a huge i, I don't know who comes up with these uh these ranges and i and i think it's uh I, I don't know how many statistics and facts go into it, um, but I do think that it needs to be split in half because you have older millennials that have seen things and experienced things, and and my and my thing are aren't as entitled versus the one that came like after the '90s. You know, like uh, yeah. like. I don't consider myself entitled, but there's people, other people born in 92 that, that do, 
you know, mm-hmm. and definitely after me. And I and I and I've seen it before. So I think they really need to take a closer look at the uh, the kids born in the eighties and the nineties because there there's a difference. Uh, there really is a difference. Uh, now we all grew up in the nineties. You know, like I, I I tell those kids out, you know, outside, like when I see them like doing something crazy and and uh, you know, then they try to talk crazy to me. I was like, oh, I grew up in the nineties. Don't do that to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I, you know how I get down. Like, don't don't do that. And so, uh, but uh, parenting um, is a, is a great place to 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 start. I, I love and uh, agree with uh, what Jay Will said. It, it's a big difference. Uh, me now, I have uh, two sons, and I I try to do you know my best. But something that I notice is that I'm not going to be my parents. And if I try to be my parents, then I'm doing a great disservice. Now, let me go ahead and make this disclaimer. My parents did the best they could. I was grew up in a single parent household, but I didn't have an absentee father. My father was still in my life. Uh, They both did the best they could from what they knew from their parents. And what we have to do now as millennial parents is really evolve. How can we get better? Um, there's a book that I've read called uh, Makes Me Want to Holler by uh, Nathan McCall. And uh, it, it's a great book. Um, I, I noticed that he, uh, in that book, uh, he said something about uh, young men not being said, I, I love you by their fathers, mm-hmm. you know, and and I I can't really attest to that. My dad definitely said he loved me. But I can see it through my friends. You know, I can see it through uh, my older friends that, that are in their 30s and their 40s. Uh, their parents showed them love, really, by uh, providing a roof over their head and, you know, food, you know, clothes on their back, all sorts of things. But how important is the words, I love you? I think that was something that the generations before us lacked was a communication thing. You know, do as I say, not as I do. You better do this because I told you to. Those type of things don't really work anymore, you know, and I have to watch out and have to really say it to my own children. The, they live in the information age. We didn't grow up with all this stuff, you know, uh, so they're getting all this information. So you tell them not to do something, they really want to know why, you know, and it's not just because you like, like there's times I want to say, hey, because I told you to, but <laughs> you you kind of have to give them the information. The more information, the more right information you give yeah. them, I feel like the better decisions they can make from there. And mm-hmm. so that's where the millennials really have to learn. Do I see, you know, you know, millennials, you know, or just people around my age really just trying to be buddy, buddy with their, with their kids. Yeah. Like, you know, when it comes to sports, they're carrying all their gear, you know, they're, <laughs> they're just giving them, um, <laughs> they're just giving them cash and they're not really even working for it and stuff like that. And I also think it's a, um, a racial thing with it too. You know, um, I, I think, that uh, in different communities, uh, other than the black community, uh, the way wealth is distributed, you know, even now, like, I mean, some kids understand getting money at an early age, you know, and, and, then, and then they know what to do with it. So I think that's a, I think that's a different factor because those kids aren't necessarily entitled. Mm-hmm. They're, they're giving it at an early age. They know the principle of a dollar, you know? So it's, 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 it's a lot of factors that go into it. And, um, but I, I know we're about to get, we just, we just scratching the surface right now. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's, that's definitely a lot there. Um, one of the things that I want to touch, touch for both of you, um, 
is like something you brought up, uh, Justin. Um, love as an action and not spoken. It's like it's the thing of, and we see that we see the joke usually around December on social media. We see the joke, but there's truth to it. Like when you see like the joke of like the parents saying, "Hey," uh, or not saying, but it's like they they put uh, Christmas like gift bowls and like the the light switch or like the bathroom or like the refrigerator saying like yeah like no this is love but missing that 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 action and those verbs and and that putting into somebody um is something huge and i definitely want to touch on that like i know for myself i didn't learn about um saying i love you to another man until like i was like in my mid-20s and i learned that from like my now good friend matthew um i learned that in african-american history course because before all of that, like growing up, listening to hip hop and everything, it's always like, oh, no homo to make sure like you like you not putting out there that you like not gay or anything because you tell a man, I love you. And right. so just the dangerousness of that. So I want to get your, your uh, both of your takes on, on that. Um, it, it's it's uh, it's definitely needed. It's um, fortunately for me. Um, I had my, you know, I grew up, you know, both my parents um, until about 13. And that's mm-hmm. when my parents split up. So I was fortunate enough to have my dad, you know, under the same, you know, my mother and my father under the same roof. And um, my dad would, he, he, he didn't always tell me, you know, tell us that he loved us, but he, he, you know, he would tell us from time to time. Whereas my mom, um, she told us, I mean, probably like every day, you know, like all day and, and just always letting, you know, me and my brother know, you know, how important we were and, you know, how much she loved us. Um, but then like, I, you know, spend the night over at like uh, my friends and like I had a, a, a good buddy of mine um, and I'm actually going to have him on the uh, Willie's Bar podcast um, coming up. But um, oh yeah. his, uh, his uh his um his mom was white his dad was black and um they you know split up and so sometimes i would spend the night over at his dad's house and this kind of blew me away because like say we were getting ready to to go to a baseball game or something and his dad would always like he always had to you know like go over to his dad and his dad would like kiss him on the forehead and say you know hey son i love you and, um, you know, I was God, 12, I'll say 13, 14 years old. And I'm seeing this and I'm like, damn, like it, it kind of caught me off guard at first. Like, cause I was like, okay, this doesn't happen in my house. Mm-hmm. My dad doesn't, you know, doesn't kiss me on my forehead, you know, tell me that he loves me. Um, but it, it, that was like a staple with them that, you know, where, I mean, like, even if like we were getting ready to go across the street to the movies, you know, he'd say, Hey Luke, come here. You know, hey, son, I love you. Kiss him on his forehead. I love you too, dad. Mm. And so I think that it's important um, that, you know, for for kids to hear that, um, especially young men, um, because it's like uh, we're almost raised in certain situations to where, you know, you got to be a man. You got to be tough. You, You know, you can't, you don't, you can't cry. You can't, you know, like, and so they're, they're, you know, when you can when you can display your emotions like doug said you know like you telling you know like i tell all my homeboys man that i love them 
And, um, you know, before we get off the phone and, and, you know, it's never a, Hey man, I love you, man. No homo. It's just, Hey bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey man. Hey, thanks or whatever, man. I love you, man. I love you too, Jay. And I learned that, uh, from just losing people, you know, mm-hmm. um, you just never know when, uh, you know, this might be the last time you talk to somebody. And so for me, um, I always just try to let people know how I feel about them um, so that, you know, hey, if I don't wake up one day, you can always, you know, you always be able to say, well, man, hey, Jay always told me, man, that he loved me, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it, it's definitely important growing up, uh, especially for little boys. You don't have to, you don't have to be hard. You don't have to be, you know, oh, you know, uh, like I, I, I was saying the other day, if you have a, a set of twins, a boy and a girl, and the little girl falls down, you know, the father is like, oh, my God, baby. Oh, are you okay? Let me dust you off. Oh, let me dust your knees off. You know, don't cry. You know, it's okay. But if the if her little brother falls down, it's just like, hey, man, get up. You know what I'm saying? You're not hurt. Man, shake it off. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You No, you know, boys, little boys don't cry. You, be tough. Be tough. And Hey, it's okay. If if you fall down as a kid and it hurts and you want to cry about it, what's wrong with that? You know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, those are feelings and you can't be taught at a younger age, at a young age, not to, you know, be in touch with your own feelings. And, and I think that, you know, when, when, when men say that, uh, I mean, I'm saying when fathers are like other, like your older brother or whatever, they say, you know, be tough, shake it off. You know, you're not hurt, you know, that's, I don't think that that's fair. Yeah. So, and yeah, no, that's real. Uh, go ahead, Justin. Uh, same, same. Uh, there was a phrase I heard: uh, "toxic masculinity," mm-hmm. and um, I heard it from a, a homosexual male. And um, I was definitely listening to it a little bit, like, "Hmm, what's this guy gonna talk about toxic?" <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, I. I, I I, no judgment i see your lifestyle so yeah you know right. so just listening to them i got a different perspective on it and i and i took a self-examination of how i live my life and um it love is a big factor but man i i when i started pulling off the layers of myself i don't even tell my friends bye because mm. it feels weird i was like mm. if i'm on the phone i'll be like all right I right you know like, right. like i was like well, right. i wonder why i don't say bye you know, right. to my friends, and I and I started talking about it with my uh, my neighbor, a good friend of mine. I was like, hey, "Do you say bye?" You know, to <laughs> to other men. He's like, "Nah." And I was like, "Is it like? Did you ever wonder why?" You know, <laughs> he's like, "Nah, I guess not. I guess it just feels weird." And I was like, "We have to figure out why it feels so weird just to say the word bye. It's so easy to say bye to huh. a mother or a wife or something like that, you know, and then, and I mean, granted, sometimes you use different lingo, like I'll say peace or something, but a lot of times it's all right. All right, there, I'll get out with you. All right. Right. All right. You know, so it's, it's something even simple like that. Now, when it comes to, you know, love is, it's, it's the same thing, man. It's the same thing. I, I, I look at it and it's like, okay, you know, how many times do I tell my own son, Hey, I love you. Is it just at night? You know, is it just, routine you know or is it like just randomly like before he goes to school like it's just it's things that I really had to look at you know and uh and and like you said being in touch with your your emotions that's something that 
we weren't really taught, you know, and, and, and the generations prior, we weren't taught that, you know, uh, our parents weren't really, I don't want to be include, like just say everybody, I can't speak for our absolute, but it wasn't just really, it wasn't portrayed that way, you know, especially, especially as men, because we had to put up this, you know, we have to be strong. We have to be strong. You know, you're strong when you're weak. When, when you appear to be weak, there's nothing. Oh, yeah. and, and, you know, let me clarify, there's nothing weak about crying. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, I, I realized that myself and, and everybody's different, but I have a constitution. Um, I can see some things and I can get through it where, you know, another another brother may cry. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all different that way. But I, yeah. I can I, I can look at some things and, and be totally fine, you know. But right. then I, I, I realized that until a relative told me like uh, that, that <laughs> they said, Justin doesn't handle sorrow well. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, it's like you'll you'll deflect, you'll 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 kind of make some humor out of it. And then I was just like, OK. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I, <laughs> I was like, man, I, I say a lot of jokes. Am I like a sad person? Really? Am I? Is this a plea for help? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they're like, nah, nah, Justin, you, you, you really are naturally funny. But when some hurts you, you know, you process it differently than others. We're not saying it's wrong, you know, because mm-hmm. they, they, these same people have seen me, you know, at low points, and, you know, crying. Uh, but that, that that was something that I had to realize by myself. But uh, but now, you know, now that I have kids, you know, just letting them know, like, OK, what to do when you have these emotions, because sometimes they do the wrong things. You know, so right. sometimes they, you know, and we're talking about it, the, the whole spectrum of emotions. What do you do when you're angry? You know, what 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 was some constructor you can do? And at the same time, knowing that they're young, they're going to make that mistake, have that latitude of understanding. Of, right. OK, we made this mistake. What are we going to learn from? It? You know, and so. Um, and then I, I me personally, I try to watch out for the word sensitivity, because do I believe there's overly sensitive people out there yes but then i have to realize myself that i've been so desensitized to things mm-hmm. that you know is, is just a little bit different you know but i do i i do want to say that that like uh, there's some overly sensitive brothers out there and i was right. like okay i really think you may be in your feelings and that's okay but you have to sort that out on your own do not make your problems mine mm-hmm. you know right. there, there's a way there's a way to vent and I've actually uh, spoke about that to my wife is like when you're venting out your emotions, uh, the way a proper vent works is that, you know, if you look at your house, if you look at your, you know, your own chimney, all of that goes out. It shouldn't recirculate back in. It shouldn't be a perpetual thing. It's going right. out into the atmosphere. You're letting it out and then it's no longer inside of you because you got it out, you know, but if it's coming back in, that's not constructive. That's destructive. Yeah. And right. so, um, so yeah. But that's uh, what I've got to say about that. Nah, can nah, I? Can nah. I? Can I just say something right quick? Um, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Like you said, Justin. You said like there's a you know there's a lot of oversensitive like men out there, and I honestly believe that that stems from childhood. Uh, you know, or something maybe maybe childhood or maybe teenage. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. some, somehow, you know, some way, um, they've been through something and it, it's made them that way. Um, you know, like I, my mom was a very sensitive person and I remember, uh, 
like uh, she would cry. Like, you know, she could be watching a movie and she would cry. And as a kid, um, I, you know, five, six years old, I don't even know what the hell is going on on TV. I just see my mom cry and I start to cry because I see, you know, that my mom mm-hmm. is hurt. And um, that that kind of plays, you know, um, as you grow up, you know what I mean? Like um, it was, you know, like what, you know, seeing my mom cry over, you know, a recording artist or somebody dying and, you know, seeing my mom break down. Uh, it like I said, it, I would, would be so young. I, I would I couldn't understand. Okay, this person just died. And, you know, they, my mom loved Marvin Gaye, and you know, and she's crying. You know, but yeah. when I saw my mom cry, it was like, oh, you know, what I'm saying like I see my mom hurt, so then I cry. Mm-hmm. And I'm you know like when you see oversensitive type people, I just think that it stems from something that that happened in their childhood or, yeah. or maybe happened for a long time, a long period of time in their childhood. Yeah. And, and then in, in that situation, I think some unpackaging is necessary for, for that person and just, and just get to the root of it because, you know, it's just gonna, I, I believe that if you're, if you're textbook overly sensitive, not just mine, but if it's just like a group of us could tell, like you really don't handle this well, it seems like uh-huh. you're a little bit overt when it comes to that. Right. You may need to talk to somebody just to see why that is, because you're going to bring that into every relationship. You know, you're yeah. going to bring that into every job. You're going to bring that into yeah. to, to, you're going to bring that. And then it yeah. just, it's going to be hard for people to try to connect with you or even try to help you. And right. um, man, it, it was something that you said, like, so, so, you know, growing up, you know, like you, you said, you, you saw, you, you used your example. And, um, and, and I'll, you know, I'll bring it home for me is just um, the quick example I'll use is roasting was different for us growing up. Like when it came to dissing, playing the Jones, whatever you, they wanted to call it. Like, I don't know, like in the eight, in the nineties, we were ruthless. Oh, you know, like, like <laughs> yeah. we were ruthless. I, I've heard some things that I, I will not repeat on this podcast. I was right. like, bro, that John was crazy. You know what he said right. about his mama? He said right. his grandmama. Oh man, uh, you know. And so, right. um, come to it, I there was a roasting session outside. You know, with you know my son and his friends. And so I was like, well, I'm gonna check this out. You know, right. I, I want to see what you know. They're like seven, eight, nine. You know, I was like, all right. So I went out there and I was just like, you know, like preparing like to hear like some really good ones, and then at the same time being a responsible adult. Like, all right, let's cut it off here. <laughs> I, had to, I had to, I had to, I had to see it though. I had to see. It. I was like, man, I, I'm hoping my son. Like, oh, you're making like, an assessment. You're job. making an assessment you know? here. And so, like, I'm, I'm just watching and listening, and uh, this was the worst roasting session I've ever seen. I was like, man, these kids would not have survived growing up with me, you know. And so, I it was just, man, you as skinny as that flagpole. I was like, flagpole, and, then, and like, and then, and then they were actually making each other upset. And I was just like, bruh. And then, and then it, was, it, it just showed how much it's changed because they're getting mad over that, you know? Right. <laughs> and so, and, and then I thought, I was like, man, this may come full circle because if uh, if my pops is watching, you know, me joining back in the day and, and seeing, you know, me get my feelings sorry, he was like, man, I've been called worse, you know? So everybody man. has that time, you know? So I, I had to sit there and think about that. But I, I, I was really disappointed by that roasting session. I'm just gonna say that. I was like, yeah, man, this, nah. was, this was horrible, man. Like, it, I didn't hear no yo mamas, no nothing. I was like, man. Just, was hey, Justin, um, 
I, I I'm gonna tell you, man, because I had my brother was five years older than me, so it was a he, you know he picked on me a lot, and so I went through this phase, man, where like I, I'm gonna talk about you, and I'm gonna really like try to, and this is probably you know fifth, sixth grade, seventh grade, like I want to talk about you until you want to fight me, like and and if that's like if I got to touch on just sensitive yeah. subjects. You know, like, and and so I uh, spent the night over at my boy's house. Uh, it was a few of us. We spent the night, and it was just his mom. You know, his dad. You know, didn't live there. And uh, I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and I remember, like, you know, she always had like this all this hair and all that. You know, as a kid, you don't know, trip or whatever. But I get up to go to the bathroom, and I see this figure walking towards me down the hallway, and it's like. I don't see any hair and I'm like, Oh my God, like there's somebody in the house. So I get scared. And as I get closer, I noticed this, my boy's mom. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, and she's like, you know, Hey, is everything okay? And I was like, Oh, I was like, yeah. But then I was like, and her name was Sharon. And so like, by the time I got back to school, man, I was, we just started calling her wig wearing Sharon. And my boy used to hate it. Like, you know what I mean? But like, we wouldn't even refer to his mom as like Mrs. Jones. It's just be like, you know, you, oh, you mean, you're talking about wig wearing Sharon Sean's mom? And he would go crazy. You know, he'd be like, man, calling my mother wig wearing Sharon. It's like, nah, bro. I mean, man, like, you know, but kids were ruthless, like, growing up, man. Like, we, we, I'm gonna give it to you. We were gonna give it to you. So, hey, right. I didn't realize that it, that it, I would think that it would actually be harder now with like social media and, you know, all the funny stuff that's on social yeah, yeah, media. Yeah, that aspect that, is harder. Yeah, well, the kids well, 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 I mean, with that, I mean, when, when we talk about media and I mean, we, we can we can I noticed when we were talking in the called the pre-show, um, one of the topics I was bringing up. So I'll, I'll transition this into that as the top one of the topics you want to talk about, because this is what I say, especially when I look when I look into my into to the world from my career perspective as uh, the, one of the professions I do. Technology has cut out a lot of creativity. That's the reason why stuff, and I mean, nothing's absolute in, in anything, but that's one of the main reasons why that creativity to, to roles to do different things like comes. And, and that's also, and this is like how I can tie it in. This is also how entitlement comes in with this younger generation now. There's, there's, huh. a, there's a mode of like entitlement of like, oh, this is, I, I'm supposed to just live and this just happens. Um, I posted this comment actually on my on my personal Facebook page in the sense of like, what's the concerns or the problems between these two generations? And a lot of people talked about accountability, um, lack of morals and all this stuff is technology, as good as technology is, anything can be a detriment to you, no matter how good it is as in life. Like your, your best friend can also be your worst friend because you lean on them too much, vice versa. So it's anything. Ice cream, you eat too much ice cream, you're going to be sick. It doesn't matter. But with this technology and this younger generation, like Justin was talking about earlier, the, the older generations, the 80s, early 90s, didn't have all this technology and, and you still had to grind with stuff. You had to work with stuff. And so where I want to go with this now is looking at it in the sense of one, the technology usurping creative skills, abilities, really having to figure things out. But also the, the topic of what I call it. And I think I'm going to do this as an as a episode somewhere down the line as well, just on, a, on this alone, the neighborhood versus the world. Because all the generations before all of this technology 
your competition, where you learn, where you grew up, where you got influence was your neighborhood. And now, like one of the one of the pastors in my church like to say is a lot of people and older and, and younger generation doesn't matter, but the younger generation lives on the eighth continent, which is the internet. And the social media and everything and like that, you get your competition in a sense. And competition doesn't mean you're you're physically going against somebody, but where you're like where like the neighborhood kids was like, oh like like me growing up, like one of like one of my partners was like Javon, like we were cool, we we're boys, but it's like, you know, that's competition. Like, like it's like we both playing football, all that stuff, we on the same block. But now it's like you could be in whatever neighborhood you're in, and then you're looking at Jeff in Texas and you in Maryland, and it's like, man, like, how do I compete with that? Huh. 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 Interesting. I'm just let that sit out there. Whoever wanna take it. Yeah, man, technology, man, it's just like you said, it's it's either uh, a tool to build or a weapon to destroy, you know, and uh, with with that, you know, it's just, man, it's, it's so many different ways I want to go with it, but I, I'll just, <laughs> I'll say this, I'll say what I said earlier, it's just that information is so accessible now, you know, oh, and, that's, and that's, you know, that is it's 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 good you know i'm 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 gonna look at the good side you know you can really find out uh kids can really find out about their culture they can Mm -hmm. find out about real history uh they can be aware just of what's going on i I think that's one probably big thing is really just being aware of what's going on you there is no excuse to be ignorant right now you know there's really no excuse to be ignorant. Um, now, just the the other side of that is that, you know, how to decipher what information is good and when you're being misled, you know. And I think the younger the kids are and just the development of the brains, they, they're they going to hop on to what the other kids are hopping on, you know, and or just what the mob is. You know, some adults are easily misled. So you think a kid whose brain isn't fully developed, where are they going to go you know like i mean a kid may say you know black lives matter but does he really and he be you know black does he really even know what it means you know he doesn't he may not even seen the old george floyd thing or anything he just knows it's the cool slogan he wants to wear the shirt he wants the mask he wants to go you know go with the crowd um and the disconnect that they're seeing um just the older generations are saying is that that they have so much like like they're not talking to one another you know they're like everybody's on their phones and their and their tablets and and stuff like that but you know communication skills are just horrible now like i mean kids talk emoji (laughs) lol i'm like no dude you better laugh on your own you know, right. like I mean, like, like well, well, and, and, and let me that? let me hop in real quick with that because that is a, that is a great one. And the thing is, emojis mean different things for different people. Right. Every emoji does not mean the same thing for somebody. That's a whole different level of language. Well, right. I mean, right. And but go ahead. If, if if you want me to tag on with emojis, like that whole masculinity thing, I, I don't really like emojis. You know, right. as a man, right. <laughs> right. as a man, I don't like emojis. 
<laughs> and so, but no, I, I know, I know that's stupid, but that was something else. I was just like, man, if a guy is sending me a bunch of emojis, I'm just like, bro, stop sending me these, you know. <laughs> like, but but that's that's something that I'm just realizing about myself, and you know, it's just that why. But uh, just from technology, um, is is what do you want to use it as? You know, bring it to where I am right now as a parent is okay. My kid is accessible to this, that, and the third. I have to let them know is that there's so much information out there, and it's just like, but you have to sit down and you have to compare the information with your values. He has three values: respect, love, and excellence. I ask him. Uh, on the regular it's just like you know what are your values and then you you base your decisions off of that he's seven he's still learning this stuff but it comes back right. to that i made it real simple for him you know there's no reason to make right. it complex and uh like right. you know do you know do this do that and a third like you know, no just you know you do well you respect others and you you know love yourself and love others that's it know? and that's so it. but yeah just with this uh i mean he, he has a tablet he has a switch he has a laptop you know, he, he wants to go on YouTube. He wants to go on TikTok. Uh, he, he wants to see what, you know, what his friends are doing, you know. Right. And it's just like, okay, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that altogether. But you have to also learn to set yourself apart. You you, you can't always do what your friends are doing. You know, you can't. So yeah, no, that's just, what I got just on. To, just to touch on that so we can, like, bring some, some stuff and some facts in here. Like medical news today, just looked this up and it's an article from 2018. And so children with overuse technology may be more likely to experience these low academic performance, lack of attention, lack of creativity, delays in language right. development, delays in social and emotional development, physical inactivity and obesity, poor sleep quality, social issues such as social income. In incapability and anxiety, aggressive behavior, addiction to these technologies. And what's funny is the thing is, we know all of this stuff. As society, we know all of this stuff, but yeah. we don't talk about taking none of it away. Right. Right. Because yeah. it's money. Right. But that's a oh, whole yeah. other thing. Jay, 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 go ahead. Talk about your view on this and the neighborhood versus versus the, the world. I mean, I, I just kind of want to piggyback on um, what Justin was saying. Um, I, I personally feel that, first of all, I'm glad that I didn't grow up with this, in this era. I'm glad that I didn't grow up with social media. I'm Great. glad that I didn't grow up where, where everybody is recording you and, and posting videos. Um, I get on social media um, and talk with like guys that I grew up with and we have a plethora of memories that we laugh at but we talk about it like there was nothing that was videotaped it's just like it's some things I've forgotten about that you know my buddies will bring up and I'm like oh my god like I forgot all about that we can laugh for hours um, I, the, the problem that I have um, like Justin you were saying like you know if kids want to you know, look up black history if they want to do this, like all this is accessible. Kids aren't really looking up black history. <laughs> Kids true. aren't looking up, they're not looking up, they're not looking up anything with any type of substance. They're and and so like for me, um growing up for me and 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 like we would try to stay up um until like two, three in the morning 
and just to see like some boobs on cable TV. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I mean, you know, we're tired, but we're like, we're gonna try to stay up just to see two seconds of a, of a, of a female's boobs. This is like, you know, having a slumber party with three of your boys or whatever. Like, we couldn't just pick up a phone and 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 look at pictures or videos or you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's yeah. cre- it's crazy. And and I say it all the time. Like, I'm so glad that I didn't come up in this era because. Um, it's like kids are so influenced. Um, you got the music videos, you got, you know, um, like I said, like uh, we stay up till three in the morning just to see some nudity on TV. Whereas now you can look at nudity at 1 PM on your phone, on your phone or nudity is on uh, damn near ABC at like, Eight o'clock at night. You All know, you gotta do is go to social media. I mean, you just go to social media. So yeah, twenty four seven. But I mean, twenty four seven. Right, twenty four seven. And so, I think that it's a disservice. I think that it's taken, um, it's taken, uh, it's 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 taken the innocence away from kids because it, everything is just so accessible that you can just go and look at anything that you want to look at. And well, Jay, 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 real quick, not to cut you off, but. The world is open 24-7 compared to when the world used to close. I mean, think about it. TV used to go off. It used to go off. To have the, the snow the or the uh, or the whole the color, rainbow. Color, the, 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 the rainbow channel. Yeah. But, well, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. But, yeah, that's that's crazy. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you know, my I remember my dad, like, getting up in the middle of the night and catching me and my buddies, like, looking. It's like, hey, what you guys looking at? You know, turn turn it off. You know what I mean? That's that's rated R. You guys don't need to be looking at that. Whereas now, your son or your daughter can just lay in bed and and you know, you're sitting there looking at the game or like right now we're on the podcast. Who knows what the hell our kids are looking at on you know on their phones? You know what I mean? And, and 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 so uh, just FYI, it, Doug does not have no kids at this time. So just FYI, well, so I, I mean, just... right? I mean, but. It's tough, man. And I feel actually I feel sorry for these kids because, like I said, I feel like their innocence has been taken Um, because, like I said, like and even if even if it's something that I'm not even into. Right. Say I don't even know anything about whatever. But then one of my little homeboys sends me a link, you know, texts me a link like, check this out. Now, I click on the link and it could be pornography. It could be. Uh, violence it could be you know what I mean and and in my innocent mind as a child I don't even know that this type of stuff exists but now right. my little homeboy has turned me on to just by sending me a link that I can click yeah. on on my phone mm-hmm. you know and so now I'm curious and now I'm like oh well I, you know maybe I want to see more of this you know uh, yeah. how, you know and so ah man <laughs> It's 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 the way this world is uh, is going. Let me tell you. Let me take. Let me share a quick story with you. Um, I was uh, God. I want to say I was probably in about the sixth or seventh grade. My brother was five years older than me, and my mom was looking at something on TV. And so she goes. She turns the TV off. She goes, "Hey, you guys, come in here. You know, come, come, come to the kitchen table." And she goes, I want to talk to you guys. So, you know, we go in and my mother's like, you know, I want to talk to you guys. Like, this is like, she goes, I, I really feel sorry 
for your generation. And um, she was like, you know, uh, uh, there's going to come a point in time in both of your lives where this world is going to change. And she said, and it's scary and it scares me. And so she kept going on and on, but she, she said, um, um, there's going to come a point in time to where you may have a friend and it might be like one of your best friends and then you guys lose touch and you don't see him for 10, 15 years. And the next time you see him, he may be a, a female. And when she said that, I fell out laughing. You know, I started cracking up because in my mind, I'm thinking like, how could one of my homeboys be a female? Like one, you know, I said like, that's like, and so my mother was like, that's not funny. It's not funny. And, and you, you know, I don't, I don't want you to laugh at that. But I couldn't, I couldn't, it just, I couldn't make it, I just couldn't make sense of it, right? And so she goes, you know, it, it, it's it's going to come a point in time to where, you know, there's, it's going to, everything is going to be in your face and they're going to, they're going to shove it in your face and they're going to make it to where it's almost like you need to accept it because you're going to see it so much, so much. So I'm like, again, it didn't make sense to me because like I said, I'm in the sixth, seventh grade, you know, push forward. I'm like 22, 23 years old and I'm Man. at this club. I'm at this club and I see this this chick and I look at her. I'm like, man, she's beautiful, right? I'm like, wow. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, man, I I know her though. I'm like, I know this, I know her. And so she kept walking back and forth, walking back and forth. And I was like, I said, yo, um, hey, I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to hit on you. I'm like, but I know you. And so she smiled and she was like, Yeah, I know you too. I was like, Yeah, I'm like, um, I'm like, she goes, We went to high school together. I'm like, okay. You know, she goes, yeah. She goes, um, matter of fact, we had gym, we, we had gym together. I said, oh, I said, I said, well, you know, I played baseball. And so I had six, I had six period gym, at, at, you know, with the athletes. And she goes, yeah, she goes, I ran track. I said, okay. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, Man, this stick is beautiful. You know, I'm like, and she goes, uh, matter of fact, our lockers weren't too far away from each other. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, a gym? And she goes, yeah. And I go, no, I said, because uh, it couldn't be uh, our, my high school because we didn't have like co-ed locker, I mean, co-ed gym, I mean, locker rooms or anything. And she started laughing. She goes, no, she goes, you really don't know who I am. And I'm like, and she told me, she's like, you know, she told me your, his name. And then she goes, um, she goes, but I go by this name now. And I'm like looking in her face. And she goes, yeah. She goes, this is all me now, or whatever. And right Work at that God. moment, it clicked to every. The, I just went right back to that moment of what my mom was saying, and I was like, oh crap! Like my mother, like saw some, like some prophecy type shit, like. And I was like, wow. And I went home. I called on my boys the next day, and I'm like, man, do you remember so and so? But it, it 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 was like, I. Like I said, when my mother told me and my brother that I couldn't see that, you know what I mean? And so just where, where, uh, where, um, how I grew up is just totally different now because now you have transgender, you have like, and everything is just accepted. Like, it's just normal now. And that's something else that my mother, you know, told us, she was like, you know, everything is going to be normal you know, like, and I don't know, man, like, I just, these kids, uh, for me, I always just want to see a kid, 
be as innocent as they possibly can be mm-hmm. until they can't be innocent anymore. You know, don't take innocence world. away from it, right in the perfect world. Right, just don't take a, a child's innocence from them. You know, early. You know, at but, some but point. I, but I think the thing with that, and Justin, you can you can correct me if I'm wrong. Is with going with the technology thing, though, it's giving correct information and understanding. Right, right. Like that's right. that's the key element of like too much stuff. Like you, like you're saying, innocence is taken when it's shocked. That's when innocence is taken. Like that's when you think about the phrase of like stealing somebody innocence. That's when it's a shocker. But if you can teach right. something, like that's right. well, that's when you can bring somebody up because. All of the stuff that can be given in the element of of love, creation, creativity, all of that stuff of like what the opposite of what this list is saying. Because we 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 and it's so funny to me. The one of the funniest things about society is how the phrase of something could be out there, but then the complete opposite happens. We think about the phrase; it's been out there forever. Kids are sponges. Mm-hmm. And but then we don't think about everything that they can see and get their hands on and and be a mm-hmm. sponge to that and just bring everything in. So it's like it's 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 so odd. And like one of the things that I did love what you said, Jay. And when we look at these parallels of the generation, is you were like you had that experience in the club and everything, and then you were like, hey, like I called my boys. Compared to like now, just be like, oh, I tweeted that. Right, and, yeah. and all this, like, and all them people right. that you're tweeting to don't even really know you. Right, right. But see, Doug, the thing is, is that, like you said, you can teach, and and like Justin can teach his kids, right? You can teach your kids right from wrong, yeah. but but right now, what's going on is pretty much kids are teaching each other. You know yeah. what I mean? You got yeah. all these video games. You don't know who your kids are playing video games with. Uh, there's there's subliminal messages being you know dropped over these games. You know, kids are you know there's adults playing with these kids, acting as if they're yeah. kids. I mean, it's just so it's you know. So, and then on top of that, now you have your homeboys or your homegirls that are sending you information on your phone. You know that you just a click of a button away. And so, like you said, like when you take a kid's innocence is when you shock them. But and that just goes back to, like I said, if there's something that I don't know anything about, then Justin sends me just a link and opens my whole world up, my whole mind up to something that I've never even seen before. You know, whereas like um, I remember my mom caught me with a dirty magazine and she was pissed off. She's like, you know, like. No, you know, she's like, we're not going to do this in this house or whatever. My mom, she told me, she goes, if you want to look at Playboy magazine, I have nothing against that. If you want to know about the the anatomy of a female's body, if you love, uh, you know, the female body, uh, yeah, a woman's body is beautiful. It's, it's, but all this raunchy stuff, you know, in this magazine that she caught me with, and I was probably in like the ninth grade, but I got the magazine from where? My buddy at school. You know what I mean? And he had to actually hand that to me where I put it in my backpack. It just wasn't a, a, a click away on the phone. You know what I mean? Or, you know, on your tablet. So I just, these kids, they have it. I mean, it's, it, it's a gift and a curse. Yeah. On one end, right. it's, it's great. You can be, you're accessible to a lot of information. Whereas before yeah. with us, we had to go to the library. 
you know, and you had to look stuff up, but now everything is just a click away. Yeah. And so I, I just feel like it's a gift and a curse though. Yeah, man. Your, your Dave Chappelle story, bro, kind of threw me off. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, cause, cause you, and I, and I love your honesty. You, you said beautiful a few times, but, but that you didn't know, you know, didn't know. I, I, I'd be, I'd be like, oh man. You know, I didn't know. So, and, but my, and the thing, but my thing is, ahead. how did my mom see that though? How did, how did she see that? Like, what, what, what was oh, she yeah. looking at on TV that triggered her and to pull it, calling us to the table? Well, well, well and probably. I, us think, that. I, I mean, as they say, like it probably wasn't TV. It was probably just reading. Like that's where yeah. really all the information is and everything. Like TV and and movies and stuff is only going to give you so much. But those right. books right. about people who were looking at things ahead and and just and just all that stuff because we see shows that exactly like project stuff and everything now so it's that's not just coming from like just bumping into a tree one day and like all this knowledge right, right. Your head. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i mean i don't know i think some moms got that that prof- prophetic intuition because yeah. i mean mm-hmm. there was stuff you know our moms are figuring out like and we know that we probably got away scot-free but others like how did they Nah, you know the Lord told him. You know, I don't know, I don't know what, oh. <laughs> what what your your parents used to say, but uh, but yeah, uh, Jay Will is absolutely right when it comes to the information. Uh, is is good and bad. You know, I, I've I've seen in my household where you know where the where access and information has been on the good side, where it's been to to do something constructive. So I've seen that you know you know firsthand and, and with some other kids. But you know when you look at the all. I mean, you're looking at the, the, they more so want to be entertained, you know, than mm-hmm. educated, you know. And so I, I, mm. I do think that is the that that is part of the problem is just, you know, they they, they really want to be entertained. And, and it's because of their attention span. Even if you look at the cartoons now, um, there's one I know uh, I'll use Teen Titans Go. I grew up with the different Teen Titans and, you know, different Justice Leagues and stuff like that. There was a great buildup, you know, to all these cartoons before they got to the fight and stuff like that. There was a story. But, you know, I watched, you know, Teen Titans go and it's just like, you know, uh, the Robin character is just like, look at my butt. And then just start slapping it. I'm like, what is this? You know, and, it, and it's just, it's for the quick laugh. You know, there is no buildup. There is no plot. It's just climax, climax, climax. You just hit hit these you know, obnoxious points over and over again. And that's what they like, you know. And then when I look at that cartoon, I get, you know, kids better. You know, I was like, y'all just want the high points. That's why TikTok videos only last 20 to 30 seconds. That's why all this stuff, like, because you're not going to read the caption. You're not going to look at everything else. You're just going to get these 20, 30 seconds moment of gratification, you know. And and therein therein lies the problem. People want to be more more entertained man and I, I think that's crazy but the uh one example i want to use that made me definitely look at it is um my you know my son was like you know what when can i get to tiktok and stuff like that and then i was like you know you gotta be a little bit older you know i was like there's you know some inappropriate things on there and i went on to explain that he's like well how old do i have to be to watch you know, inappropriate things and i was like wow that's a good question you know because yeah, it was it was such a great question. I was just like because great like, question. Here he sees us, you know, as adults watching things that are deemed yeah. inappropriate. But it's just like right. the question is going to be asked: 
how can you watch something inappropriate? You know, and I was just like, man. And but you know, the older generation, because I was this, how dare you ask me that question? You better yeah. go upstairs. And you know, I was just like, you see, all all of that isn't gonna help the child. He asked a legit question. Legitimate you know, question. So so how can you get get to that? And I and I had to stop and pause and I didn't get mad. But I thought about it. I was just like, man, oh, okay. You're seven, and I don't, I don't think you'll understand the answer about your mind not right. developing because what right. you see right now, there's a good chance you may go emulate it, go repeat it, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so, uh, what I what I attempted to start to do with my son is to have real talks. You know, we go on a walk, we have a real talk, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, what what do you think about? I, I'm picking his brain. What do you think about curse words? What do you think about cussing? And and, and what do you think about? Uh, you know, right. uh, blended families. What do you think about divorce? Right. What do you what, what do you think about this stuff? What do you think about girls? You know, and uh, you know, it, you'll see a girl like you know walking in the neighborhood. He's like, ah, oh, I just want to talk to her. And I'm just like, go talk to her, bro. You know, right. go 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 talk to her. It's a, be fine. Be be comfortable. You know, we're talking right. to a, to a girl without you know picking at her or something like that. You know, right. And I and I. And I <laughs> I told her what to go say. I was like, hey, just go say, like, hey, you, you know, can I, can you want to walk and talk? And uh, the, the girl told him no. And then he yells back across the street, she doesn't want to talk. I was like, oh, okay, come back. I was like, all right, bro, you, you didn't have to tell me that. But okay, you know, so, so that, 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 was a, that was a funny moment. But uh, right. trying to have these open conversations where there won't be any consequences, you know, like, uh, the, the last thing is that, you know, you go online and you don't know who you're going to meet, you know, you know, and, and, right. and we had to really monitor that, you know, with, with the these online gaming things, because because other kids are doing it. You know, right. I was just like, you know, I, I, I was just honest with them. I was like, bro, there's guys on there. There's, there's adults on there that disguise themselves as kids and they want to play games. And, you know, next thing you know, they play, hey, what's your name? And, you know, where, where do you live? And, 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 and you know, you know, can I, you know, and I was like, I'm going to be honest, they're, they're going to do all that, you know, and they're, they're going to come and find you and, and they're going to, and I just told her, they're going to pull your pants down and jiggle with you. And he was yep. like, what, what, they're going to do what? And they're going to jiggle yep. with you, you know, <laughs> he was just like, oh man, nah. I was like, right. yeah, I was like, I mean, you don't want to get jiggled with, right? You know, <laughs> so watch no. out for these people. Yeah. So right. But yeah. But but information. I mean, like like one of the keys and and what we're talking here in the sense of like generations, technology, is lack of information with the older generation. Just saying, do it. Right. Like with no explanation or stuff. Just because I'm a parent and everything makes sense, but it leads to detriment in the middle and stuff. Damage of building relationships damage of being productive is like one of the things I say, um, like my mom growing up, she would just tell us to save, but there was no plan to it. So it's like, how, right. do, how do you do something? Save for what? If there's no actual plan or save for what, like you said, but now it's college. Yeah. And, and, right. now, and now it's the generation of a bunch of information, but so much nonsense in between it, where you have to really work to make it constructive. So it's like, it's like, like, cause I think myself, like, like, and, and Jay and uh, Justin, you can probably agree to this. It's like your parents give you some instructions and you like, okay, like I heard it, but like, vague. yeah. And it's like, but then it's like, okay, I just need to know. I just need to do something. So, so it's like, it's that. like, it's like get good grades for what? 
<laughs> right. You, you right. Know, no, but, but that's that's good. Like, right. get good grades for what? Especially during the pandemic, because now kids look at school as being optional. They, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of standardized tests, but this test that was so important to pass, they canceled it last year. You know, so it's kind of like, okay, so is it a big deal that I pass or not? You know, kids right. are just going going out working at Dollar Tree, Zaxby's. Nothing wrong with those jobs, and they just like, you know, I gotta, you know, I got a legit hustle. I'm getting paid. Why, why finish school? Why go to college? You know, yep. and, and so the, the, these are the questions that they're starting to ask. What's the value of education now? Yeah, and 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 that's what I was talking about at the beginning is that accountability thing. One, yes, it's good to get information, but there's also a level that this generation has to learn where. Some of the stuff you're just going to have to do. It's not always going to be until they completely take over the world and then, but they're going to still use the lies like you still got to do this just to do this. So it, it's always going to be that that level of like balance of like, yeah, I know where I want to go and like all of that stuff. But then it's like some stuff you just do and you just got to figure it out because the road is not just a straight arrow. It's it's a whole windy right. road of everything ups and downs and then backwards and forwards and backwards again and all this stuff. And it goes to that, that accountability piece of, of all of this stuff and, and what it truly means. And so I want to, um, we're going to have to definitely do this one again and come back to this, but uh, cause this is, this is hidden on some stuff and this is like, Can I, yeah, go ahead, Jay. Oh yeah. I'm not ending it just yet, but yeah. No, because like for me, right. Like my parents, they would, it was like, as soon as we pull up to the store, I mean, I have vivid memories. Like we pull up to the store, me and my brother sit in the back seat. My mother turned around. It's like, look, we're going here. Don't ask for shit. You're not getting shit. Like, you know, and it's like, okay, you know what I mean? Like you go in the store, you're going to stand there. Like, but then like me being at work, I'll see parents like having whole conversations. Like, you know, a kid asks for something. Well, no, you can't have it, honey. Well, why not, mom? Well, because, you know, it's just not the right time. Like, well, how come? It's like, well, my mother or father said no. That was it. We couldn't question, like, why are you telling me no? You know, like, and so I see, you know, like, with Justin saying, I'm, I'm listening. And then, like, with Tanya saying, I, I listen, you know, like, her son sits in his room with his door closed. I couldn't sit in my room with my door closed. I had no privacy. Like, my mother was like, you keep that door open, mm-hmm. you know? And so... But, but, but times are different. Times are changing. I couldn't negotiate with my parents. I couldn't say, well, well, why can't I have that ice cream? You know, well, how come? Well, you know, I did my homework. So you mean to tell me I can't have it? It was like, no means no. And, and, and so that's, that's also something that I see totally different now. I see parents negotiating and, and, and trying to explain Whereas with my parents, it was just like, no, and don't ask why. And I, and and now, honestly, looking back on it, just like what Justin said in the very beginning, our parents did the best that they could do in the best circumstances that they had coming off of how they were raised. Was it necessarily right? Maybe not. You know, maybe... Maybe when I asked, well, can I have that ice cream? Maybe if they would have explained why, you know, like, hey, well, you know, this just doesn't fit into mom or dad's budget this week. You know, maybe next week we can buy the ice cream instead of just telling me no. You know what I mean? You tell a kid, it's like, well, damn, like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm being a good kid. I do what you guys ask me. I do my chores. And I ask for some ice cream at the store and you're just telling me no. 
and you won't even give me a reason why, you know? So on the flip side, I kind of look at it and it's like, should you, maybe do you give kids, do you give your kid and, you know, do you try to talk to them up until a certain point before it's like, you got to put your foot down and just say, well, no, because your dad said no, your mom said no. I don't know. Well, go ahead. I don't that's good. I mean, I, I'm dealing with that now. You know, it's like, can we get this? And then I try to just, I, I, I'm not perfect the whole time, you know, just like our parents. I, I'm not perfect. But if I say no, I at least try to remember, you know, the reason why I'm saying no. If I'm, if I'm saying not right now, I was like, uh, you know what? We're going to take a little pause from desserts right now. We're going to try to get some healthier food, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'll say that, you know, um, Man, I, I, I'll try. I'll try. But there's been times that I've been like, I was like, yeah, nah, you know. So, oh, but the thing is, I, I let them know that there's a time where I was like, all right, let's talk about it. And then there's a time that you don't question this, you know. And and, and I'm glad that I feel like uh, my son has reached that point where he doesn't make that mistake too often, especially in public. Because you know, <laughs> you know, in public, I just feel like those. Like I said, I was in the '90s. Those <laughs> that junk is more steep, you know. Like I mean, granted, they may call the cops on you, but you know, I, I'll be patient. I wait till we get home. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, I wait till we get home. You know, right, right then. But um, but yeah, it's 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 how we say it. You know, it's just like you know how and and, and the why, and, and then the understanding, and then. I'm like bringing back just the value of a dollar. Uh, I started asking you about your money. Oh, you right. money. Uh, well, I'm not going to use my money. No, I'm going to go right. get the cereal and the rest of the either, stuff. Either did, but did, next time you remember we're coming to the store, you bring your money, all right? You know? Right. <laughs> and so I start, I, I start using that one too because, I mean, it's the truth. It's the, it's the, it's the truth. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's what I got on that, Doug. Well, I mean, that's, and then just, oh, go ahead. And then, I'm sorry, Doug. But then, I don't know, have you guys seen the movie Fences? Oh, bro. Oh, I, I, I was just holding that yesterday. I was just holding that yesterday. So, so then, that like, you know, that was that was harsh because, like, Denzel was, his whole thing was like, I don't, you know, like, I don't have to love you. You know, like, I, I just put a roof over your head and buy clothes. Like, that was, that was harsh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Harsh. Like, the, the connection that he had with his son was just like all I all I have to do is just take care of you. I don't have to be your friend. I don't have to like you. I don't have to talk to you. You know, like I'm, I'm putting this roof over your head. I'm putting food on the table. That's all I have to do. So that was totally different from how I grew up. You know. Well, yeah. Well, see, and, and and like as we try to bring it back and like bringing like what Justin's talking to, like in if we in a sense like try to correct that conversation because I know and I think we all know what he was doing when he was talking about that. He's talking about he's right. preparing him for a cold world, but. Right. You got to have that space to be able to teach him and everything as well. And so, right. yes, in, in that role, Denzel had to be that tough person and, and live that life. But it's also and 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 it's always funny that the hypocritical parts, because in that movie, he also runs to another woman to be free of responsibility. Right. Right. <laughs> so, right. Right. Well, I don't know if it was free. I don't know if it was running to, to, to be away from responsibility. But like he told Viola, he was like, when I'm with her, I can, I can be something I can't be with you. I can, I can go over to her house and I can watch the game and she makes me feel 
a certain way that you just never make me feel. I don't know if he I, I, maybe he's running away from his responsibilities. I mean, that's a good point, Doug. Well, no, because because no, this is this is how I map it out. Because I was just telling a friend, I was literally just telling a friend this like the other day. We were talking about this. He ran to her for freedom because he because in that dialogue he says, "I give you my check. I don't complain." Like he checks off all the boxes that are saying like I'm taking responsibility. But then he's like, "I get to go be free over there because he didn't want to work on being free here." Right. Right. I, I say people, right. couples should watch that. Well, and all couples can't watch that movie and understand it. You should watch that movie as a couple or if you're trying to be a couple and like really dissect that movie. Because one of the lines from yeah. that that I loved that I always quote is, and this is especially like for women, like if you haven't seen Fences, watch Fences. Because yeah. when Viola hit that line, it's like, I buried my hopes and dreams in you. Ooh. Bruh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to but, stand but, up in the movie theater and just clap. But, but but even but even in Ooh. that, it's just like we, we talk about parents not talking to you know their kids, even spouses talking yeah, to each other. You know, exactly. like I right. I have Thank to you. remain. I mean, if you want to talk about accountability, you know, like right. if you know being accountable to my spouses, like I have yeah. to let them know when oh. I'm having a bad. I have to when I'm having a bad day. I have to be vulnerable. I have to. You know, take off this or any type of toxic masculinity uh, off of me, and be like, you know, this is this this is what's going on with me right now. And to this day, it is hard for me to cry in front of my wife. Mm-hmm. That's something that I have to work on. I was just like, because I don't, I'm not saying I'm weak. I know it's okay yeah. for guys to cry yeah. and, and all that stuff, but it just me, me yeah. personally, it's just like, okay, what's bothering me so much that I can't. I can't do this, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. and, and it's, it's something that it's something I'll just say I'm, I'm working on. So. And as long as you know, as long as you know that you're working on it, that's all yeah. anybody can ever ask. I, right. You know what, what I mean? And what's, fun, what's funny is, I mean, we can bring fences back in here is the analogy of him having everything in the backyard. The fence is back there. He just ain't working on it. So, but he that's knows it. it needs to get done. So the thing is like, cause part of series of going forward, with the with the podcast and everything is I, I'm gonna do a lot of episodes around male vulnerability, so I'm gonna definitely have y'all back because that's a conversation that has to grow, that has to happen, and everything. So um, that's that's definitely something that's gonna happen because we need more of that. And so um, we do. I think I might have to change the the, the name of this uh, podcast now from the beefing. Are we are we building? Or are we are we uh, are we beefing? Or are we building? I don't know what it's gonna be, but uh, man, this this was definitely. Good. I mean, I knew. I mean, I knew both of y'all was gonna come in here with 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 some with fire and knowledge and understanding and being vulnerable and sharing your experiences and everything of all of what this is. Being the gen- the, the generations we're in, like Justin talking about, like that later '90s generation should be part of that. I think they call it iGen or whatever they want to call it. It's funny, like iPhone got wow, that's crazy. I just think about that, but um, it's trippy. So just any last. To the listeners or anything, any last advice y'all want to give folks before we uh, cut up out of here? You want to go first, Justin? Uh, yeah, I don't mind. Appreciate it, Jay. Will. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, well, you are from a different generation. You want to go first? <laughs> from the older generation. Now we beefing. Now we beefing. <laughs> we beefing. No, man. Um, I- I'll just say, um, you got to listen. You know, uh, you got to be able to take constructive criticism and you got to be able to take and you got to be able to take constructive criticism within yourself, um, especially 
like you know if you're married or if you have kids you know um you're not always right we're not always right and you know you got to be able to listen you got to you know if if someone wants to talk to you you got to listen i think a lot of times we don't listen mm-hmm. you know we say that we're listening but we don't listen and so i i'll just say that that you know if you want to be a better person if you if you want to be better a better human being you got to be able to listen and you got to be able to hear certain things about yourself and work on those things you know if it's if, if your mate you know like if 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 your wife has a problem with with something that you do okay well try to work on it you know and and vice versa you know like if and and, and be honest with you know with each other you know like if it's something that your wife is doing that bothers you instead of not saying anything, well, let her know. Hey, I don't like this. I don't like that. And the same with, with like your kids. Listen to your kids, you know, because you'll learn something. You'll learn something about yourself just listening to your kids. You know, I know I know they're the, they're kids and you're the adult, you're the parent, but listen to your kids too because you may learn something. You know, that's real. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with that, J-Will, all the way. Um, I guess one thing I want to say is just, I mean, I've been kind of just pulling back layers on myself, is that uh, I'm going into my fourth year marriage this November. And I realized, uh, thank you, man. I realized maybe the first the first three years, and I need to say this the right way, is yeah, I love my wife, but I believe the first three years I didn't love her the the best way I should have, you know, I didn't love her the best, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's what, that's, that's the way I'll say that. I didn't love her the best. And uh, I believe uh, start, well, it was 2020. So it was just last year. Uh, I learned that I was like, Yo, I have to do better in loving her, especially when it comes to conflict, you know, just learning about myself and talking about the whole roasting session. Like if, if we got into a conflict and I, I'm thinking like, okay, either I can bow out of this and, you know, try to, you know, win the relationship or do I just want to win to make my points? You know, I wanted to right. win to make my points. So I, I would right. step back into 16 year old Justin. I'm like, oh, time right. to roast, you know, right. and I, like, and, right. and I'm doing it to win, you know, right. you know, all gloves come off. And that mm-hmm. was so wrong, you know, but I had to realize that about myself. I had to get better. Same as being a parent. I had to get better. You know, with, you know, as Jay will say, listen to your kids, you know, listen yeah. to your kids, trying to figure out where, you know, where they're coming at. Like, don't don't have to sit there and have an argument. With them. You know, right. that's the, you know, we're from the night. I'm from 90s. We don't do that. You know, but uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, trying to understand where they're coming from. Like, OK, I, I get that. Let me help you get to a better place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let me help you get to a better place. So just um, realizing some things about yourself being open to the criticism and and being open to work on it you know mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people aren't open to you know it's one thing to be aware of your problem but just to sit there with it and not do anything is just just as foolish you might as well not be aware of it if you're not going to do anything you know right and so um that that that's where i'll uh put the put the text put the whatever the saying is but put the hammer in the nail you know <laughs> right <laughs> and, and Justin, and Justin, that's that says a lot about who you are. Yeah. Because a lot of men, 
would never even admit that, you know what I'm saying? Like what you just said about, you know, having a conflict with your wife and how you just wanted to win the argument. You you know what I mean? Like and how you could revert back to your 16 year old self and you could be hurtful. You could say things like a lot of men are not going to even say that. So that speaks volumes about who you are and wanting to be a better man, a better husband, a better father. That also says a lot about who you are, because a lot of times with men, they're, they'll they'll be so macho and just like, you know, even if they know that they hurt their wife or they know that they hurt their kid, they'll never even admit it. You know what I mean? So I right. commend you for, you know, knowing, hey, look, I got to work on these things and I got to be a better husband. You know, I, I commend you on that, man. Seriously. Appreciate it, Jay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. We, we all just trying to level up that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what we're trying to do we're just trying to get some of them uh, sonic coins and level up but the thing i would say is in line with all of yours to to end this is embrace your true self embrace mm-hmm. your true self if you the black guy who's 30 something and you love k-pop be that person like it's it's, it's okay if you the the woman who like in your mid-20s and you really like to like you're still whatever you are, but you like to to dress whatever way you dress. Like in a sense, that's you know cool. It, embrace all of that stuff, whatever the odd things is, because in society too often, and this is this is definitely one of the the detriments of all the generations across the board. There's so many connections in the sense of how generations are compared to there, there are differences. When we ostracize somebody for liking something different if they don't line up with with how we expect something is or how it's supposed to be. Um, embrace all of that stuff and 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 be willing for others to embrace that or want to learn. There's nothing more beautiful, and I'm going through this process right now. There's nothing more beautiful than meeting somebody who wants to learn just who you are. Yeah. There's nothing, n- nothing more beautiful than that. They're not trying to change you, not trying to make you into something. They want you to be better, but they want to learn how how and who you are and what and, and and like justin was talking about it which is which is which is crazy and dope all at the same time we have to step back and like really have those conversations to be able to talk to people and explain because we we know our world we've been living in it for however long you've been on this planet but somebody you just yeah. met don't know what your world is they don't yeah. get how your workflow and everything works they don't get if they're not in your industry if they don't know that they don't know so you can't get mad at them like, oh, well, you ain't never appreciated. It's like, well, have you explained that to them? Have right. you came down in the sense, have you came down to the level of a child and explained, hey, this is what's going on? Have you as parents out there, have you explained to your child that you're hurt? Right. And really be able to express that. And it's like, had that conversation mm-hmm. and explored. And the thing is, and this is what happens with men often. And I'm telling you, we're going to do episodes down the road. We just want to fix things. Too often, right. we just want to fix it. Like, we don't want to have to do, we don't want it to be a project. Like we want to be like, okay, I got the I got the hammer, I got the nail, we're gonna fix the wall. Like it, it's that. But it's like you got to get in there and get ugly sometimes. Like yep. you got yep. to. Yep. So it's 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 gonna take that work. And it's on all sides. I mean, so it's never, but specifically, I mean, it's all men in this group and everything looking tonight. But I mean, I know everybody's gonna be listening to this. Um and embrace yourself. Allow others around you who will embrace you as well. You shouldn't have to feel ostracized yeah. into whatever it is. I listen to K-pop. I mean, I'm not heavy into K-pop, but it's like I got K-pop songs. Like, and it's like I'm not gonna hide that. Like, oh god, like I'm a six foot four black guy. I can't listen to K-pop. Like, no, nah, I'm cool, Wody. Like, 
say, well, what do you like from the <laughs> south? So <laughs> I don't and here's the thing, I don't even know what the hell K pop is. <laughs> hey. Korean like, pop. No there idea. you go. You Korean pop. You you learned something new. There you go. Yeah, yeah I I hey. gotta look this up. Hey, and uh Turn the lights on at the club so we know who, who we dance with. For real. <laughs> I never I never dance with her. I never dance oh, with her. Okay. Never or at least who we talking to, man. You gotta turn the lights on. Because you, you see you see them knuckles, them hair on them knuckles. You be like, hey, uh, I know uh, you. Uh, on that note, folks, it's been a good one. Justin, I'm thank I'm glad you you embrace yourself. That is Justin. You, you like Justin, like tell them about your uh, like Jay and Justin. I want you to tell you, t- Jay, tell them about your uh, I mean, Justin, tell them about your page and everything, like with your wife, all the stuff that you're doing. Uh, that's dope because I definitely want to get both of you on here uh, at some point. Oh uh, man, appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, definitely check us out on Instagram and Facebook. We are Pennermans with a purpose. Our whole thing is just really sharing our story and uh, using transparency to really empower others, you know, like we are on this journey, we're making mistakes, there's some trial and error, but you know, it's the one that God has designed for us. And uh, we just want to do the best. I didn't best even know you were doing this. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, man, uh, just, uh, we're on our way just to just to help our community, you know, like just help out our neighborhood. And um, beautiful. you just really, we want everybody to be the best version of, of themselves. Mm-hmm. And to know their purpose in, in life, you know, you could, you know, go to college, you get a get a degree, uh, work for 40 years and never do your purpose, <laughs> you know, and that, and that's uh, you, you, once you leave this earth, you know, you, you want to have made your stamp and you want to uh, have not only just made maybe a million dollars, but to impact a million lives, I hope. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that, that that's really important. But yeah, Pennermans uh, with a purpose. Uh, we are on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram. Uh, so ch- check us out. Appreciate the the opportunity, Doug. And, uh, spell, yeah. spell that for them, like I mean, it, it may be. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pennermans. P E N N E R M A N S. You can follow on Instagram. It'll be the Pennermans. And, um, and then on Facebook, you can just put the Pennermans with a purpose and our stuff will come up. And so uh, that's, that's, that's what I got for y'all. Yeah, they got, and they got, they got a future time slide on the Dig on Doug podcast coming. Uh, uh, man. Appreciate Jay, it. Go ahead, oh, you, go ahead and tell them what you're working on, Jay. Um, so I'm, a, I'm just trying to get this Willie's Bar thing uh, off the ground. And um, it, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, actually, it, it's a lot of it is going to be what you're doing, Doug. Um, I really want to dig into, you know, male vulnerability. I got, I got the digging thing, okay? Like, you wanted to use something. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. But I really want to just get into, you know, um, men being vulnerable, men being um, uh, accountable. Um, you know, that really touched me what Justin just said. Uh as far as you know, knowing when you hurt somebody yeah. and knowing that it's okay, it doesn't make you less of a man to say I'm sorry. And so, the Willie's Bar podcast, man. I mean, we're going to talk a little about sports. We're going to talk a little bit about everything. Um, but I want to have some real conversations with, 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 you know, just to bring things out to the forefront because it's important, man. It's important for uh, men to to be able to look at themselves in the mirror, and you know, especially when you know that you're doing something wrong or, you, you know, you want to be a better individual. 
Um, so I, I really want to touch that. I'm going to be touching on that a lot. So then it's going to be a lot of laughs too. So, yeah. Uh, so that's where we are. All right. I yeah. Yay. Willie's bar in the house. Hey, it's yeah. coming. It's popping. He got a, he got a dope video intro. Y'all make sure y'all oh, man. check that yeah. out. It's so, coming. It's coming. Uh, yeah, y'all. I mean, be safe out there. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to others. Be true to yourselves. Be true to others. And I'll leave you with this last one thing, um, something I've been learning. Tell people the truth because you honor somebody by telling them the truth. That's one of the best ways you can honor somebody. As ugly as it could be, you honor somebody by telling them the truth. Lying to them is not honoring them. That's what society tells you. Right. But honoring somebody is telling them the truth of whatever it is. So. with that being said y'all be safe y'all be kind and y'all just remember check us out check the dig on doug podcast out make sure you go check out the pimmermans make sure you check out the willie j's bar willie's bar coming soon check dig on doug out if you're listening to this make sure you share with your friends your family your co-workers your boo um your babysitter your your nanny like whoever it is like like share this with them uh, we're on. A, I'm on all platforms: Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, everywhere. Like I'm building up, like working on that YouTube channel and everything as well. That's something else I got to get back on. But keep supporting your boy. Holler at me. Let me know what you want to hear, and uh, we're just gonna keep digging until next time, y'all. Peace out. Peace. Peace. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Yo, it's thick on Dub Food. You know you heard of this. Peace.